Welcome to Force Points to the Point Cybersecurity Podcast. Each week, join Eric Trexler and Erica Pierce to explore the latest in government cybersecurity news and trending topics. Always covered in 15 minutes or less. Now, let's get to the point. Hi, and welcome back to To The Point Cybersecurity. This is your host, Erica Pierce. Eric is away this week, so it's just myself hosting, but I do have a great guest. I have Dr. Larry Poneman, um, who's here to talk about a recent survey uh, that he just worked on that was examining the state of cloud in the in the federal government. Right. So thank you, Dr. Poneman, for being on. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invite. Well, well, good. And, you know, cloud is really, especially in the context of the federal government, um, it's a subject that, you know, if you or anyone in cybersecurity, you're hearing a lot about, we know a lot of state, a lot of federal agencies are migrating to the cloud. Um, there's been directives from the, from the administration to move to the cloud. So uh, in terms of the survey, you know, what were some of the highlights? Are, are federal agencies moving as fast as they should to, to the cloud? Well, there's good news and bad news in the okay. research. Let me start with the positive. Okay, thing. yeah, start with the good news. So the good news <laughs> is most organizations, governmental organizations are migrating to the cloud and have a cloud first strategy. Okay. So it's so that's really important. And there also seems to be a high level of concern around security, which is a good thing. You know, you don't want to just use the technology and then find out later, oops, we right. had uh, insecure infrastructure or platform. So it seems like that's, that's moving pretty well, the migration part of it. The problem is that a lot of organizations feel that they lack the ability to understand the, what's happening in the cloud. They don't have visibility to the business mm -hmm. process or mm -hmm. the activities that are happening within the organization, the governmental agency or department. So that lack of visibility means that you have to rely on other measures that are less significant or important mm -hmm. than if you were on an on-premise type environment. But in, mo in even the issues that I've viewed negative, like negative perception, are in ways getting better over time. Yeah, and, the, and the, the negative in terms of lacking that, you know, visibility or the perception that you lack the visibility, right. um, I think that definitely then plays into cybersecurity, right? I think exactly. people feel like I can watch something better if I can, you know, see it in theory, right? Right, so. you know, the, the, the example would be a person is, you know, tracked in the system through UBA technology, mm -hmm. and they're, at lo say, located in Washington, D.C. It's, it's two minutes later, that person is with the same credentials is somewhere in Russia. Right. And we say, oops, yeah. how's that working <laughs> What right is that here? going on? What's, how's that happening? Yeah, yeah. So it means someone's credentials are stolen. So having that technology becomes really powerful. Mm -hmm. But again, mm -hmm. um, the cloud is the future. It's the present and the future. And we're going to start to see organizations not just using security to build a stronger cloud, but offer security from the cloud. We're starting to see some evidence of that. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, and so in terms of um, the, the agencies that have not been uh, moving as fast, I mean, I think we've right. seen agencies such as Department of Energy, right? I mean, they really have invested um, in, in moving over to the, you know, the cloud very quickly. But the right. ones that have not gone, are, you know, uh, very as, as fast, what are some of the inhibitors? I mean, what, are the, what did your survey um, say about that? Or what did the respondents say about that? Well, the respondents, I think, realize that the cloud is both a technical issue and it's a cultural issue. Mm -hmm. and a lot of organizations, their IT departments and IT security function, they're a little resistant. They don't want to lose their job. Yeah, so, that's and, a good and point. What yeah. happens in the cloud is you have people who are contractors and yeah. consultants in, in the cloud company, not necessarily in your organization. So there's some trepidation about that. But I think in general, most people acknowledge the fact that even if their job is on the line, it's better for the organization to have a strong cloud infrastructure. But turf and silos still exist in IT. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I've I've seen. I think it was um, 
uh, Ed Simcox from HHS right, who sure. who said, you know, we don't need to be in the business of managing data centers, right? And so, um, you know, I think that's it's saying, I'm sure there's a set of folks who would say that's our job though, but, yeah. you know, in theory, there's so much, there's it's more security, there's obviously cost savings, sure. those types of things. So the, there's so many benefits of, of moving over. Good, good point. When we first started to look at cloud more than 10 years ago, when what's the cloud? It's like, something yeah. you look at a life puffy right. thing in the, in, the, in the sky. But as more and more people start to use cloud, the security issue gets better and better. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, now I would predict that a couple of years down the road, the cloud will be viewed as the most secure platform, beating on-premises in every mm-hmm. aspect. Now, how do um, agencies, I don't know if this was one of the... Um, I don't know if there was a question around this in the survey, survey, but how do agencies balance, you know, their desire and also sort of the directive to move to the cloud? Mm-hmm. How do you balance that with, um, you know, uh, accommodating the remote employees and things like the trusted internet connection policy? Right. I mean, because sometimes there can be a little bit, you know, um, a, a, I don't want to say a conflict, but it, it's it's hard to, for an agency, you know, for a, a CISO or someone to find that that balance. Great point. I mean, if you look at commercial organizations, non-government entities, they're dealing with a whole bunch of really good issues, like, for example, working from a home mm-hmm. to be very cost efficient and also give new life to relationships, right, like husband right. and wife yeah. relationships, <laughs> and, and husband and, and wife and husband and children yeah, relationships. Yeah. So you can't necessarily do that today in the government, but I think that over time there will be ways to create a workflow that is from home and remote offices mm-hmm. that allow you to have the freedom, the flexibility to work when you need it without necessarily without having to physical, you know, physically shuffled for the job every day. <laughs> and that could be tedious, you know. To right. Think about all the time sitting on the highway getting to work or having to dress yeah, <laughs> in a business yeah. suit. Exactly. You know, it all takes time. Exactly. So what most surprised you from the from the survey? Were there any questions that you were like, wow, I didn't think there'd be such a high percentage of agencies that, um, you know, weighed in this way versus the other? Yeah, great question. Uh, what we found is that uh, FedRAMP, which is a standard for mm-hmm. cloud conformance to security, it's like a security standard. Right. In, in general, you, I, we expected to see a fairly large percentage of organizations saying that they were FedRAMP authorized. And only 9% of the samples said they were fed, fully fed really? ramp authorized. So that was a very scary Nine percent. Only 9%. Nine, only 9%. Wow. And if you take the extrapolated average for that question, it was about 43%. Okay. But we were thinking, you know, again, as novices, we went into the survey, we said, well, it's probably going to be somewhere like 95%. So 9% versus 95% expectation. Very st- significant statistically. Yeah, no, that is. That yeah. is significant. Why Why is that, do you think? I mean, well, there's been an effort to obviously encourage more agencies to only use, um, you know, FedRAMP certified, you know, products and services and such. So, But I guess it is hard to get certified. It is hard to get certified. I think so what's happening is some organizations are saying FedRAMP is not the right standard, that there are other standards that could be used. And so even if you're not FedRAMP authorized, you're complying with a high-level security mm-hmm. standard. That's mm-hmm. its equivalent. Uh, there were also in the meeting that we had today, presentation, um, the general view is that you could use uh, some other security, compensating security control in some other system and just marry the FedRAMP authorized system to a non-FedRAMP authorized system and have FedRAMP compliance. Mm-hmm. So they are different what workarounds. Okay. And it's not just okay. one way to get to FedRAMP. Or right. Even the need to be FedRAMP compliant. Right, right. It's complex. Yeah, no, it is complex. It is complex. Wow. Um, what else was in the survey that stood out to you? Well, uh, again, the whole issue around security 
visibility and, mm -hmm. and also lack of personnel. It's also the human factor. The general idea is that you need people even to manage the relationship with the cloud provider. And so there's an issue about having personnel with the right skills and mm -hmm. expertise to do that. Um, we also found that, again, I mentioned the visibility issue is really important, but also having the right tools in place, integrating security tools that can be used both in a cloud and on-premise environment. We didn't discuss this, but a very important implication of our study is the importance of the um, hybrid cloud, okay, or multi-cloud. Yep. Multi mm -hmm. And we didn't discuss that in the meeting because only so many things you can discuss in a 45-minute right. <laughs> session, but that seems to be a very important issue that's on the rise. Absolutely, absolutely. So. If you had to predict, let's say five years, 10 years from now, do we have full um, migration, you know, full participation by all agencies at 100% to, to the cloud, or will we still you know, have to keep something on, on premise? Well, the security intelligence, you know, for example, things that are classified or confidential, you know, I think we're working on a cloud for secure documents. Mm -hmm. uh, my guess is that that's probably going to replace some of the uh, old systems that are using the intelligence and military uh, organizations. But I think over time, cloud will just be the, the norm. It's not going to be cloud work uh, right. on premise. It's going to be cloud and occasionally something that's really small will be handled on premises. That's my prediction. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you all heard it there, so we'll we'll hold you to that. We'll we'll have to check back in with you to see um, if that if that holds true. But I mean, I I think really um, the great thing is is that you know as a government, I mean, we're recognizing that the benefits certainly outweigh you know um, any any the, the the risks, and so it, it's great to see this innovation um, being embraced and to see this uh, this transition continue to happen. Absolutely. I'm looking and really be happening now. <laughs> it's, really, it's really happening at a very large, fast rate, so it's all good. Very good, very good. Well, thank you, Dr. Pominent, for being on the podcast. Thank um, you. Uh, can our listeners access the survey? Absolutely. Okay. So I'll give you my top secret email address. Okay. <laughs> it's Larry at Poneman.org. It's uh, my first name, my last name, and .org. Or you could send it to research at Poneman.org. Either way, we'll get it and send you a copy of the study and Please read it. <laughs> yeah, no, please read it. So we will include um, Dr. Poneman's um, email address and, and the website to access the survey in our show notes. So uh, it, it's fascinating. I mean, I, I think it's always great to do a check-in and to see, you know, how federal agencies um, are, you know, how, how they're managing these types of technology changes and advancements. So great. thank you so much for the survey and thank, thank you for being you. on the podcast. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners for being, for listening every week. And until next week, this this is To The Point Cybersecurity. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the To The Point Cybersecurity Podcast, brought to you by Forcepoint. For more information and show notes from today's episode, please visit www.forcepoint.com slash govpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or the Google Play Store. 